<laughs> Speaking of clocks, I'm just the the time telling. Time skip forward today. Yes. You were aware of this. Yeah. How yeah, did I you was. hear about this? The internet. Where? Reddit? Facebook? Not. I think Facebook. Like someone posted that on Facebook. Ah, damn it. That's one thing Facebook is good for, I guess, would be alerting you about an ancient time <laughs> practice because I was seriously startled when I got out of bed and I looked at my oven and my oven had a different time than my phone. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Daylight savings time already? How did... Not a single coworker or colleague, not a single thing I saw on social media or anywhere talked about daylight savings coming up. I've never been this surprised for daylight savings in my life, I think. Snuck up on me. Gotcha. I did, out of nowhere. Out of freaking nowhere. And I guess I'm glad. Would you rather know? Because some people get to this day where they lose the hour and they're like, damn, I lost an hour today. I, well, I, like, I saw it and then I forgot about it. And then today I realized. But it didn't really, I don't know, didn't really like bother me, I guess, too much. Yeah, you're not too bitter about Yeah. Losing the day, because some people really feel that way about, yeah. about like, oh, I mean, I also hate daylight savings time, but, yeah. but that's besides the point. What are we here for? We are here for Cringe Movie Madness. Yeah. The first round um, between Boo and Medea Halloween and mm-hmm. Jack and Jill. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, we just got done watching Boo and Medea Halloween. Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah. My first instinct is that it was not even close to how funny the trailer was. The the trailer made me laugh in a genuine way. Yeah. This movie maybe three times made me laugh in a genuine way. Really? Yeah. I thought it was... Yeah, I I think the trailer definitely hyped it up to be better than it was. Mm -hmm. Definitely was one of those trailers that took... The best parts of the movie exactly and showed you a snip you know a, s- a snippet and then uh but yeah i i, I had some laughs mm-hmm. do you um, know what, but, what what tickled you in particular um i don't i know the beginning when she hit the um the clown i thought that was funny when he hit the clown i do like I know I think that was in the trailer, but I thought that was pretty... The best scenes are, like, the them being scared by the yeah. Bat Boy scenes. Yeah. Like, the clown, when he hits the clown and they're, like, has the joint with the clown. And yeah. Thunk. Yeah, no, that was good away. with the joint, and he kept coming closer, and he's, like... <laughs> Breathing on yeah. him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, go away, clown. And then he looked back, <laughs> and he's like, that's what I thought. And he's smoking, and then it goes back, and then the clown's right in front of him. Yeah, that was yeah, funny. Yeah, that I was like funny. That. The zombies, I gotta give a shout out to those stunt people in the zombie the flips, scene doing yeah, the so cool. flips, flipping at them. I like, really I like the party scene with the music. With when Tyga? Yeah! I <laughs> Tyga. Whole ass Tyga performance yeah. in the middle of this movie. Yeah, I actually enjoyed that. And then he <laughs> just gets interrupted. <laughs> but... You like that? Were you like? But the it was censored. That's what hurt oh, me, dude. It was censored. When because he, you know, ten, 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 twenties on my fifties. You know, uh-huh. it's we know it's not fifties, Tiger. We know <laughs> the real song. We've been in the club before, but <laughs> but I didn't like. I was like that. He came and did that. And did I did that. It was actually he good. Music, I wonder I how they oh. made that connection. Is that something like Tyler Perry is out? I mean, at he's... a networking event, he just meets Tiger and is like, hey. I would love for you to be in my movie. Yeah. Or like the Tyga, maybe he has been a longtime fan of Tyler Perry. Yeah. And so he is the one who approaches him. Can I be in your movie? These maybe, are the things maybe. behind the scenes. I think, I to know. be in a fly, a fly on the wall. I think Tyler room. Perry was probably like, oh, I like him. Yeah, I like so his let's music. get him in here. Yeah, let's, let's get him in. Do you think they paid him a lot of money to do that? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, but we do we call him a sellout because now no, I'm like Ty. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I actually enjoyed that. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad. And we had some other minor celebrities. We had yeah. Vine Girl, <laughs> whatever her name is. I don't know her name. <laughs> Apparently, she does YouTube. This is uh, IMDb here. Yeah. Liza Liza Kashi, known by her fans as Little Brown Girl, played the role of a day. 
Yeah. YouTuber, YouTuber, yeah. and I guess Viner. And then you said the muscle guy. Yeah, Dom Zeddy, the muscle, ultra macho characters, one of yeah. the frat boys. The guy, the dick guy from the, the dick show. Oh, yeah, yeah, from Netflix. From yeah, Netflix's the, the penis show. Yeah, um, yeah and I, I really started to scary plus my D equals good. Those moments when they were afraid. Yeah. Any moment, whether it was beginning with the clown being walked, jacked up, yeah. in the jack and box, the clown in the attic, fantastic scene, the yeah. zombies. Like, those were the funny moments. Yeah. That was like a third of the movie less than that either the yeah. the the parts that can, that I cannot get over yeah. is how it would take 5 minutes for anything to happen because they're in a room having a they conversation talk, they talk a lot in this talk movie so much and they go so on much tangents yeah. within tangents yes that aren't even funny anymore it's just like people talking in a room yeah and then they snap it slightly back to like what they were talking about, but they're still rambling about it. Like they never conclude. Right. It just goes on and on and on and yeah. on. And it took 11 minutes. I have a real issue with this. It took 11 minutes and 26 seconds for Medea to come on screen. You don't think it's that bad? I don't know. I, I don't, I didn't think it was that. I don't think it was bad. I didn't think it was cringe. You know? I guess it's not cringy. But I think I, I think it was I supposed come... to be a kind of a build up because you know she's a popular character. People watched her movies <laughs> before, true. and they're kind of building up. It's like the, the Avengers. Scene to her. You don't want to just put Iron Man on the <laughs> right, screen. Right. You want to show Captain America, okay. which is Brian Tyler Perry's character. You want to show T- uh, Tiffany, these leading who's like kind of uh, like the. Right. Um, Scarlet Witch or something of the Avengers. I, I get <laughs> And then Medea comes on. Right. 11 like minutes movie. later, right. here's Iron Man, here's our fearless leader for the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great comparison. Thank you. Um, I, I, but a day was funny. A day was a consistently yeah. funny character. Like to stay on positive things about the movie. Yeah. Wait, she, her, her regular character? Her normal her? character. Not the one with the annoying voice. Yeah. Because they... The, my least favorite character was that lady. Yeah. And then my favorite character was a day as a normal person. Gotcha. Made with the jokes about like the church jokes or maybe yeah. it was serious, but I'm, uh, yeah, you know, it was kind of like, jokey. It was kind of jokey. Yeah. Was ridiculous. Um, so that was that was funny, um, but like ninety percent of the other jokes did not land. Yeah. Like the. Four ho one k, right? Ta- and they talk about that for like three minutes <laughs> because they they say the joke, right? Say four ho one k, and then they're like, well, because I was a hoe and I would put money, like they, yeah, yeah, they explain like every joke. Almost, yeah. They don't just let it lie. Right. They make the joke, then the characters go back and forth a bit, and then the one explains why it's funny. Yeah. And it's just like each time, oof, oof. Not enjoyable. Not enjoyable. Um, and then Tyler Perry's moral grandstanding through the whole movie. I mean, right. I'm going to throw it back to you right? after this. But really, in some moments, it feels like you're watching Tyler Perry's internal conflict monologue <laughs> I mean, right in front of you. Yeah, right? I mean, definitely in that scene where he's playing the three different characters and he's those three characters are just talking to each other mm-hmm. and i think at the time in the movie you said like oh my god we're inside Tyler Perry's <laughs> brain right now and he's arguing with himself mm-hmm. and i was like yeah we are it's <laughs> like, like him in therapy like <laughs> yeah like turning over this like childhood trauma being beaten <laughs> where some part yeah. of his mind the medea part yeah. is like be, hitting kids is fine right. and then but then Tyler Perry is Brian is like but it's not okay yeah. And, but they're going on and on and on. And then the dad's like, it's fine. You're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, you know? it's fine. You didn't die. Yeah. You didn't die, did you? Like, oh my <laughs> God. And that was a major theme throughout the entire movie. Oh, that was a huge theme. It's like, I did not expect that going in. Like, <laughs> and I said this already, but this is not a comedy movie. This is a story of generational conflict and abuse. Consistent, like the end when they're kicking her out of the house. Yeah. I'm like, is that funny? Are people in the theater laughing? Like, And then he does the whole speech. 
Yeah. That's not funny to me. I don't know. I was like, oh my god, this is weirdly serious. Yeah, it, it does get weirdly serious because it goes from a slapstick comedy where they're trying to push these jokes mm-hmm. and then it goes like real fucking serious yeah. and it's just like mm-hmm. that is such a throw yeah i don't know like don't use this language in my house like don't use like the slurs in my house like yeah. that's a very serious topic and then yeah. the don't hit your kids or maybe hit your kids very serious topic yeah and then also Medea showing her boobs <laughs> to these frat boys. Right, and, and then that's the ridiculousness, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, these real? Um, Touching her nipples, playing mm-hmm. with her nipples, <laughs> and, like, the veins, the veins very in-depth with yeah. this But yeah, I feel like, I don't, that, that scene could have been so much shorter, though. Even that oh scene... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could have been That's the tagline for the movie. This, that scene could have been shorter. <laughs> Literally every scene could have been probably 30 seconds shorter. Like, we got the point. We yes. got the point a minute in. We didn't need to continue. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the car is moving backwards. Not only do they say the car is moving backwards, like, we get it. But then they're like, Medea is just sitting in the driver's seat. Oh, the car. Oh, the car. The car is moving backwards. <laughs> like, okay, we see what's happening on the screen. You don't have to announce it. And there's just keep talking about it. Through the whole thing. Oh, my fucking God. They can't let anything just lie. Yeah. They really have to explain it to the audience. <laughs> Every action that's taking place. Um, and that hurts me. That hurts me. <laughs> I mean, it definitely was was less funny than I thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah, I would say less funny. You know, I think, you know, as, as cringe goes, I think it was pretty, it was pretty high. It was higher than I thought. Right? Yeah. I didn't... I, I don't know if I would have put this number eight if I saw it all the way through. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a couple other movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're as bad. I as don't this, think. Yeah. So, I, I agree. Like, we were coming into this. Both of us had Medea on the bottom tier. Yeah. Thinking that she'll be, like, an easy low on the totem pole. Yeah. yeah. But she's definitely not number eight. I think she's still probably in the bottom half. Yeah. But she's definitely not number eight. Well, yeah. maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot cringier than I thought. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the messages <laughs> goes on and on. <laughs> I'm just reading my notes. <laughs> but T- Tiffany was actually one of the high points in the movie for me. Yeah. And not just because she was a beautiful person, <laughs> but because she executed her plan extremely well in the beginning when she's talking about. Mm-hmm. The ghost and the ghost, mm-hmm. all that stuff was done well. Yeah. Of course, got to bring up the next weird part. The whole that she's 17. <laughs> Another major theme in this movie right. was That's... the fact that they, she was 17. Right. And they're shoving her cleavage in her face. <laughs> Girls are twerking in the party. Right. Like, very, like... Just sexually charged scenes, yeah. but they keep reminding us that she's seventeen. Yeah, and I'm like, what? What am I? What's? What are you getting at, Tyler? <laughs> what do you want me to feel? Like, what? What are you feeling? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Maybe it's the whole like, if she was eighteen, her going to that party isn't a big deal, but because she's seventeen, it's a big deal because she's still a minor. I'm really not sure though. Do but you it was, think? In that, because I can understand that. Yeah. But then I'm like, this movie came out in 2016. uh, Parents are babying their kids, their 18 year old children, at 18 years old. Yeah. Like, they're babying their kids up to their, like, 20 years old. So, like, if she was 18, I don't, it would not have affected the plot in any way. Yeah. Except taking out the weird she's 17 subplots (laughs) of, of, like, you know, disturbs the romance that's building up between the two characters and the other characters. Yeah. The fact that they even suggest the romance at all. But it's just something, I don't know. It's like her going to that party. Like, it just doesn't seem like a huge deal to me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I don't know. Because it, it's just like, it's like going to a high school party in my mind. Yeah. I know, I know it's supposed to be a frat, you know, fraternity party, but it's like, they're still, you know, underage drinking and like, mm-hmm. I, I, you know what I mean? Like, it just felt like a big, way bigger deal than it 
Yeah, that it needed to like, be. Like, that's what a lot of kids do. So I don't... Yeah, what's the issue? And, and, and they could have vilified the frat people, but they didn't really. Yeah. You know, because frats have... They, they can have that context yeah. of doing certain things, but like... The guys didn't. The second the guys found out they're seventeen, they're like, "Get the fuck out! We want nothing to do with you." They weren't even bad people, so it's like yeah. you're trying to say, "Don't go to these frat parties," but then also making them like not that bad. And really, it is normal. It is something the kids do. Yeah. So, but and Tyler's got to come in with his parental <laughs> messaging. Words of wisdom: Don't walk past the frat house, because in the <laughs> beginning of the movie, he kept saying, "I told you not to walk past that frat house." Great fatherly advice. <laughs> like my dad came up was like, oh, don't walk past the Phi Alpha Depsilon frat house. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, how do you know about them? Like, like I have more questions at that point. I'm going to go check out the frat house. I'm going to go party. I'm 17 years old. Yeah. And I'm going to dress up in my Skimby Halloween uh, costume to go and try to hook up with Dom Zeddy. <laughs> um that 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 was really terrible i do i did love the fat ass uh or die get out of here you fat ass or die <laughs> oh God, that was mean mirror. of the frat guys <laughs> that was a mean message to write on the, on the mirror really, how do they do that though they never really explain they never that explain one that. they never explain that. they go into such depth explaining medea's prank <laughs> about like how yeah. she, you know, how'd you get the people here? I made the calls. How'd you get all the prisoners? Like, they're from my hood, blah, blah, blah. They yeah. make all these, explaining all the details of Medea's prank. They don't explain the guy's prank, though. They yeah. haven't They only say out. they hacked the TV. That's right, they yeah. hacked the TV. And the they, lights. They, the clown is easy. They just dress up as a clown. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the lights, but, um, yeah, that, they did. That was the funny. mirror. This glossed over. over that. <laughs> <laughs> you think he's like this would be really cool, but I don't want to explain. Exactly, because I would have rather it had actually been Wilson the Ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, like was... when we watched the trailer, I was mm-hmm. so excited, thinking, I thought there were supernatural powers here. Yeah. But then it's just the fat guys. Yeah. I don't know. So really, the the cringe though comes from. Um, so scenes where Tyler play Tyler the, the I can't talk. Tyler Perry. I gotta do I gotta do the math on this actually to find out the percentage of his presence in these scenes. Quick maths. When Tyler Perry was sixty percent of the actors in a scene, that a lot of cringe came from that. Yeah, when he's is, the majority of characters in is, one scene. Yeah, it's definitely like. Yeah, and we already talked about how like the one scene, all three, all three of the characters he was playing were oh, talking yeah, to each other, arguing, and it's just like that's. It's like it's just a, a just a yeah. weird. I, you yeah, you can't like, uh, help but peer into the brain a little bit. Yeah, like Tyler, you wrote this for these characters that are you, and you play them, and like, <laughs> ah, I don't know, I don't like to <laughs> peer into the abyss like that. Um. The Reverend came out of nowhere. <laughs> I didn't understand him, but yeah, main cringe points: Tyler Perry playing these multiple actors, yeah. underage sex stuff, that whole subplot, yeah, um, and it just not yeah. being funny. And then the child abuse was the huge thing, like the underlying like That's message right, of that generational theme. conflict. How do you raise your kid? Do you hit your kid? Is it better to hit your kid? Mm-hmm, Is mm-hmm. it not better to hit your kid? And then in the in, in the end, we learn no, you have to. Prank your kid. <laughs> yeah, wait, you know what? I did not even think. Maybe it was some type of compromise where they didn't hit the kid, but they psychologically, you know, fucked with them. Yeah, that's even worse. That trauma. <laughs> oh, God, because when I did not even think about that, because when, when Tyler or Brian goes on that big speech, yeah. I was like, oh, they decided to not abuse the kids. That's the moral here. But then Medea's like, no, they need a little something else. A little, a little spice, a little and <laughs> traumatization. Thought, my thing is, like, I, I thought know. the girl learned her lesson. When I he thought was she did, too. To her too. Like, that in, that, big in the room. Speech. Right. And I thought that was like, oh, she learned her lesson. Mm-hmm. But then they did the other. Then they, like, kept going. Yeah, they did. Yes. They did that whole thing. Get all the frat boys in it. Mm-hmm. And, I'm sorry, prison rape jokes. I do not fuck at all with prison rape jokes. That shit disturbs me. And, yeah. and... 
and I, you know, maybe I take it too seriously, whatever. I should be laughing at it. I'm sure some people laugh at that. I'm like, that's not cool. That's yeah. just not funny to me. Like, joking about, like, raping the young girls and raping the young guys. Like, yeah. That's just disturbing to me that that's, like, one of the punchlines. Call me a baby. I know I am. I didn't like it that is, Yeah, it's, it's a little forced. It's, like, played out, too, I feel like, that joke. Yeah, you know? it's like, an old thing. It's yeah. an old, it's antiquated uh, thing. Um, oh, and then Medea has that kind of character-challenging moment right at the end where she realizes the police... No. <laughs> they run away. Everybody is just running away in the end of the movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah, at this point, I w- could, would you place it somewhere? I mean, I guess we don't really like, need to even give it a number yet. Yeah, going we'll in, Jack Going into Jack and Jill, um, I'm, I'm definitely feeling a little bit... Um, I'm a little bit more on the fence than I thought I would be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, it might be an easy contender we'll yeah. still find out but yeah. uh i guess let's see what we got coming up right all right yep let's see it all right just got done uh watching jack and jill jack and jill yeah so there is at least two pages mm-hmm. notes that i have yeah i have almost I, ha- I have just over a page. Yeah. Just over a page. The single spaced. <laughs> single spaced, yeah. And and it is unbelievable, unbelievable how bad this movie is. And I really quickly want to start with this kind of eerie I... feeling I had okay. about the twins in the beginning. Yeah. I, I was thinking as I was walking earlier today, I was like, when are they going to invoke the womb? You know, <laughs> as this thing. Like, how much are they going to focus on the twins? Are they going to get into the biology of it, the wombness of it? And it starts with these twins talking about who was birthed first. Yeah. Later, Jill calls Jack a womb mate. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't believe they actually done it. They invoked the womb and weird talk. I thought there was going to be a plot line about they both of them (laughs) ate their triplet or something. I don't know. Okay, okay. I mean, that's true. I, I definitely get in. I say, the first thing I say is the twins in the beginning. I thought the cringiest moment of that um, is the two guys, the two big guys that make whale sounds at each other yeah. saying, like, oh, yeah. this is our own language. This is our language. Oh. <laughs> and then they do that in the movie. They do our own language, language yeah. thing. And they bring that back in the movie, which makes it even bigger cringe. Yeah, 100%, um, dude. 100%. Nick Swartzen with the... She doesn't even look Jewish when he's talking about his wife. Oh my god. Like the that, you know, joke to start basically yes. that's basically like the first joke of that movie too. Yeah, and, and Adam like, Sandler saying, you know, oh, it's anti Semitic, you know. Right. And and this starts something that will come up many times later. Right. Which is you know, there I don't want to get into it too much, but because it, it makes me angry. They're they're being like oh we're you know are they're perpetrating these own anti-Semitic jokes against themselves right. while continually being racist throughout the movie. We'll yeah. get to those deeper in. But I thought this starts off also early with the weird sexual jealousy. Oh yeah, the yeah. opening sequence of Jill throwing balls at all the girls that Jack. Well, the one girl they're playing tennis. Oh well, well, there was a there was a oh there was oh yeah 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 there was like weird. Yeah, so Jill being jealous of the girls that Jack is getting with. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Opening up on that. Creepy. Um, um, I also said, you know, I don't, and I, I mentioned it during the movie, but the, and it really annoyed me through the movie, is the daughter matching outfits with the American Girl doll. Cause mm-hmm. not, and we, we talk about this in this movie, how many commercials they put in. Oh my god. It just is ridiculous. Yeah, opens up with the Pepto-Bismol ad. Yeah. They're talking, there's the Pepto-Bismol cart behind them. Yeah. Royal Caribbean, Dunkin' Donuts, Lakers, American Girl doll. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, the whole movie. The whole it's, movie. It's just an ad. Wherever they go is an ad. And it's such a weird joke because, like, it's very they only mention it one time in the whole movie yeah. like they only address it once mm-hmm. but it's throughout the whole thing 
I'm like, it's not that good. It's not good enough to be the whole movie. Like, yeah. this running gag. Um, next, like, biggest cringe thing I had on my list was uh, the joke about um, his adopted son being Indian, and then mm. that coming up later, and, you know, the daughter showing her how to use the computer, and then she looks at the, you know, the adopted son and goes, oh, you should know this. Yeah, I would you're Indian, you, you should know this. Yeah. And, and and that came after the first racist joke about the gardener. Which, oh, yeah. Which was that the sneaking across the border. Right. Which they invoke several times in the movie. Again, they can't even be original with their racist jokes. They have right. to use the same one over and over. And this is the trend. They make fun of the Mexican, make fun of the Indian person. Right. And, I mean... It's just not even worth the payout. Like, you're a piece of shit. Like, the, you're, that's a piece of shit joke. That's it is. not a good joke. Yeah. And the homeless guy, who's oh, even yeah, before that, that, yeah. that you said punching down. Literally a perfect description. Yeah, constant. It's just the constant joke. Yeah, just, oh, you know, you're homeless. You're a minority. Like, boom, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah. Why are you being this way? Yeah. Just like... That the, the just joke should not be made like that. It's extremely mm-hmm. lazy. Extremely yeah. fucking lazy. Um, I I thought about this a lot, um, too, about how you know just the character, his character, Jill, is, you know, the butt of the joke of him, like the whole reason this movie, you know, the big sell was him dressed as a woman, mm-hmm. trying to be a woman, and like you know that's completely, it's transphobic and like mm-hmm. that whole thing is completely cringe and like that is kind of like uh what's something that comes up like jill being manly yeah oh yeah Constant several jill. times they, and, they and just they, have these running gags of the whole thing right of that yeah like and they're the worst jokes that come up over and over because yeah. they're like the least common denominator yeah. you know how are we going to make these people in the theater laugh mm-hmm. and like the the simplest way possible and it's just like making fun of someone yeah really like beating yeah just beating up bullying people yeah like that's just the joke but i better freaking worked i better work for them i don't think it did man it you don't think I, no did, did Jack and I, not do well no it didn't do well oh, good, i mean good I, they made money off they, they made money off of it um but it, it had a three percent of rotten tomatoes from critics oh good and then the audience score was like really low as well good 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 so yeah it is not a fucking it was it was extremely offensive it wasn't funny at all they just it didn't yeah so and in the beginning though the the cringe at the dinner table i remember mm -hmm. thinking like that wasn't so bad right in the beginning when jill was being awkward because like that's the point right and then it's all these other times where they're trying to be funny yeah and again it just is not landing is not working Mm -hmm. like 95% of the jokes are Um, terrible another thing too Jill, uh, Jack and Jill don't have any redeeming qualities neither of them Mm -hmm. have like their their characters are just, they're just completely terrible the whole time, like Jack Jack is an asshole to like her, his co-workers his family his Mm -hmm. wife, just like has no energy, does right. not care at all. And then her everything. character is just annoying the entire time. Like, yeah. And and she and her character is kind of selfish too. Mm-hmm. You so know, it doesn't. You know, like there's avenues where Jill could improve, but she just runs off crying. Right. It's every just single every time. time. Yeah, it ruins ruins it. Ruins the redemption moment. Always ruins it. I would argue though that I think Jack is worse than Jill. Oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah right, he is... He really twists their whole relationship into something, like, for personal gain and selfish reasons. Like, Jill is, like, annoying and bad in her own way, but she doesn't... Like, Jack has this maliciousness about him. The way mm-hmm. he dresses up as her, fakes the thing, puts her in these scenarios with Al Pacino. Yeah. <laughs> the way that... Are creepy, 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 terrible scenes. He puts her there so he can get his Dunkachino ad. Yeah. Jill would not do that to Jack, I don't think. But they're both terrible. They are. Um, 
But Al, Al, I don't know if you really want to get into Al Pacino already. Not, I don't want to get into Al Pacino okay. yet. We'll get, um, him. we'll get him eventually. I, uh, whatever his adopted son said was weird. Oh, wait, you're going to hell? Yeah, or, uh, or, or no, the thing before that. What are you going to wear in hell? <laughs> yeah. What do you... <laughs> He said something else weird, though, too, didn't he? The liar thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the rhyme? He has some far-sight vision or parallel... I feel like he's seeing into the future in some way. Because, Or, like, like he is possessed. Maybe the ghost from Adia, Wilson, has taken over this child. Because he is just speaking in, like, weird ways. Like, creepy ways. And I'm like... It's not quite the gag where like a kid is like an adult. Yeah, you know that's not that's that's not it. It's definitely it's like creepy. He's like this creepy kid who just says things. Yeah, you're going to hell for catfishing. Catfishing is bad. (laughs) Going to hell worthy? How are your parents teaching you about hell? I mean, I know you're raised in a God-fearing household. They make that very clear. (laughs) Oh my God! Throughout the movie. Oh yeah, and I I read that other the like. The entire time they're shitting on being an atheist because Nick Swanson's character scene, is an atheist. It's just like, God, yeah, God said your your legs are on my table. God, yeah. did this. But the the scene with the birthday cake, dude, yeah, that is awful. Like the the, the everyone's shouting fight. Like I don't even know how that like got there. And but I wonder like. What does it mean? Like, I really want to think critically about this for a moment. Mm-hmm. Because it starts off with the, uh, outing the atheist. Right. And then you think there might be a constructive dialogue until the one man jumps in and is like, what does he say? Fear God? Or what does he say? Like, you don't believe, believe in God? God? You don't believe in God? Mm-hmm. Screaming at him? Yeah. Everybody's like, fight, fight, fight. Mm-hmm. In an instant... Happy birthday. Like, is Adam Sandler saying something about the... I might be reading too much into this. Is he saying something about how quickly we drop something? Like, he's attacking the atheist for the next second. Like, I don't know what he's saying. Is he saying something at all? I just think that was just a terrible... I don't know. I I think maybe it was supposed to be a punchline. Or something about weird... Because, you know, Adam Sandler has his wacky moments in his film. Yeah, And maybe that was one of them. I just don't think that one was done very well. That was not done well at all. Not done well at all. Neither were all the visual gags. I think there's a lot of big names in this movie, too. A lot of cameos. Um, Mm. You know, I said Shaq licking the ham, though, was funny. That was hilarious. They do have those glimpses of funny moments. Shaq licking the ham, actually funny. The first Al Pacino video they show of him yelling with the person at the phone. Yeah. Funny. Like freaking out. Yeah, yeah that was like funny. they actually have funny moments. Yeah. They are there. Rare. Um, I don't want to get into Al Pacino yet, though. Um, no, dude. Yeah, Jared from Subway. Oh. He <laughs> made an appearance in the film, and it's just like, here's my thing. Is that cringy? Because at the time, he wasn't... It's still 100% cringy. But it's still cringe, right? It's still 100%. I mean, it, it it's... It still counts it's, for the um, cringe... We don't look at this movie as if we were watching. It's a product of his its time, okay. really. With okay. Sham Wow guy. Oh yeah, he was Jared he was. from Subway. These things that like now. I mean, if you showed this movie to someone now, they would not understand Jared. I don't think. Would they? Would kids? If you showed it to like a thirteen-year-old kid, they wouldn't know who Jared is, right? I don't think I they would they know. Would. They'd be like, "Oh, is not the Subway no, dude, guy Jared that went to jail for?" How would they know that Jared happened like how long Child ago? Child pornography. That was like a four years ago at least. Was it? But it was pretty like well known. Yeah, but if you're like nine years old, are you hearing about Jared? I guess I not. Know. But I think it was a joke for that time. It was a joke it was, for, it was. for, for I that mean, time. And but, but it's I guess it's looking back, it still it makes you just go. Yeah, but that was definitely like, it's cringe on... a good reference for the time, let's be yeah. honest. It's still like a shill of a fucking <laughs> reference. Subway probably paid to get Jared on That's there, true. Which makes yeah, it fucking yeah, worse. Definitely. A, Such uh, a sh- sellout shit. And it's not even a good reference. I mean, yeah, I can't blame them. They didn't know he was a pedophile at the time. But look, at, do you still see him there? And it's just like... Yeah, you still like, feel Knowing that, what right? we know now. Yeah. 
I'm I'm ready to dive into Al. All right, let's just dive in. Heart, let's go into it's in, hard I know to talk you... about Jack and Jill without talking about Al. It, this movie should be called Jack, Jill, and Al because <laughs> he was the biggest push and pull factor in this movie for me. Scenes yeah. where I love him, dressed up as the medieval man talking yeah. on the phone. Yeah. That was fu- like that scene started out so good. That was so funny, yeah. actually funny. Him coming into the bar at the end again in, in this like wacky medieval character, yeah. actually funny. But then there's like these Harvey Weinstein esque moments of like, oh, let me tickle you, or you know, I found out the way to tickle you. Yeah. That are really, really creepy. And like Adam Sandler in the movie is creep, like you know, his character is creeped out that it's happening. Right. But he's still, that's still written into the movie. And like Al Pacino's okay acting like that. I don't know. That's very extremely creepy. Like yeah. he had the best and worst moments to me in this yeah. movie. Because there were actually funny moments. And then him agreeing to act like that. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Because even back then they knew it was wrong, right? Yeah. Like the way they their own characters react. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite movie, or uh, favorite moments in that movie was definitely like, when Al Pacino says to Johnny Depp, like, oh, I'm just trying to keep a low profile. Oh, my and, God. Uh, it zooms in. It zooms in on him <laughs> on the Lakers, uh, you know, big screen. And it's yeah. Al Pacino, and it starts flying. I thought, like, that's... That was hilarious. That was great. Yes. And that that almost pains me because, like, you know they have the potential to be funny. Yeah. Like, they are being funny. If they tried a little bit harder, maybe the whole movie would have been funny. Yeah. I don't know. With a premise like that, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But they did have funny moments I, I like and, and again like the scene where Al Pacino kind of breaks into the house and he's like where is she I want to see her mm-hmm. uh-huh and then like I thought that started off pretty funny because he's like walking around the house and Jack is like what do you how did you get over the fence oh, did yeah. you, find, you know and then <laughs> and then he goes upstairs but then he goes to Jill's bed and lays she has that giant it. sweat spot that he lays into and it's just like uh, creep, like creep. creep yeah and that's why I mean I posed this to you when we were watching it how much is he being paid or is he having fun because I don't know which is worse I don't know which is worse him having fun playing a fucking disgusting creep or being a total sellout probably playing the creep is worse because I don't fucking know you have to be that's just awful awful yeah but then he comes out in the medieval suit, and it's like his dedication to the role. I don't know. That's just my type of shit. That really niche little, bull, like, you know, I don't know, kind of oddity stuff. Um, yeah. But remember, they call him Al Qaeda. Oh, you look like Bin Laden with that beard. Oh yeah. Another. Yeah. And calling who did they call a terrorist? Did they call the Gardner a terrorist? They called someone a terrorist. Did they? I don't know. No. They said something about Al Qaeda earlier no. in that. Well, I mean, you know, going back to the gardener, who's Jill's love interest in the film, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the constant, you know, racist, self-deprecating Mexican jokes. Oh, my God. And then saying, you know, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is, when he says I'm kidding, they're like, I feel like they're just pulling back the veil, yeah. you know. We are writing race, racist jokes and we know it. But we're going to make our character say it's okay. So then you, audience member, you think it's okay. okay. Yeah. And it's okay to laugh. Yeah. But it's terrible. It's so terrible. Yeah. It's not good. Um, Yeah. uh, So at the party, the guy checking up Jill's skirt. And then being like, oh, it's not a dude. Because he bet the other guy that it was a dude. Yeah, gave him money. Yeah. That extremely, was cringe. Yeah, that was such cringe. Extremely cringy. Extremely cringy. The Juan. Here's Juan. Juan. Juan yeah, yeah. Juanita. Again, that's the joke, you know. And then he says, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God, it's so bad. Yeah. Oh, I just, and then I said at the, you know, at the end of the film when he he's... He's playing Jill as Jack to trick Al Pacino. And I just thought that whole thing was weird. That and, was extremely strange. And it was just confusing because he's already playing a woman, but now his 
male character is playing the woman. Like, is it, this is, yeah, it, it's a little... It, I, Jillception. Of, yeah, how that was strange. Oh, and the emotional payout that got... That Jill had deserved Al Pacino's good words. Right. But it was given to Jack instead. That's definitely, you know, as far as... I find that problematic. I, mm-hmm. I just, like, on a character level, like, Jack is a piece of shit the whole movie. He does right. not deserve the goodness. And that inspires... Mm, I don't know. I just really did not like that. I think I yeah. think Jill deserved the good words from Al. But... He had weird dementia-like sim- symptoms to me. I don't know if you... I really felt like that. Really? When he was talking about the lemon tree, he doesn't even know his own kids. Oh, yeah, when he... Like, and he was acting kind of crazy in the movie. I think that was the point, was like, Jill... He was supposed to be going kind of crazy. He was and that's having why he's breakdown. attracted to Jill. Yeah, and then the whole thing is like, Jill, like, for him, I guess, was supposed to solve all the all these issues that is also not a good <laughs> thing at no, all no. like to that's not a good plot point in the movie i don't know i don't know um let's see david spade dressed as a woman i thought oh, that was yeah. just transphobic because like that whole that was the joke that was it's supposed to be david spade as a woman and then yeah. they get into that weird fight scene in the bar yeah beating up uh kate winsdale is yeah it? for no yeah. reason yeah no reason. just standing there <laughs> and then yeah they attack her and you know i don't like adam's whole posse i don't give a shit you but do you i do honestly i'm sorry i don't like i'm just like i don't know them at all this is a very ignorant viewpoint i barely watch adam sandler movies yeah. but i'm like I don't like you and your cronies, man. <laughs> oh my god. No, I I But you appreciate it. I that. appreciate it. He always brings it back. He treats his friends very well. He always puts them in his movies. You know. I, he's always making movies with them. I've heard like sometimes he does movies and they're just fun to do. Okay. Because he's a fun guy. Okay. So I think from that you perspective. You think this is one of them? I, <laughs> I think I think this one was just really bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's just, you know. Um, but you make so many movies like he does, and you're going to have, I feel like you're just going to have some bad ones. I don't know. but I mean, like, I guess, but like, there's a large chunk of his that are bad. Yeah. And like, they're like complacent to be in the movie. And like, I'm not blaming them necessarily because mm-hmm. when you're in that situation. Yeah. But like, they're complacent in the creation of like this like racist, transphobic terrible movie like i would just not want to be in the movie yeah. i don't know like if, if someone like david spade who does not need to be in the movie yeah if, if it's like an you know someone unknown you don't want this to be your debut but if you get the chance you're jumping on this mm-hmm. al pacino what are you doing here <laughs> why are you here david spade you don't need to be here He's part of his crew. He's part, He's part of, that of the crew. That's an all crew. I mean, I, I guess I respect it. I respect that he's good to his friends, but I just, I'm not a fan. I yeah, don't know. I mean, that's right. Yeah, that's every, you know, right? Um, and then, yeah, just constantly felt like the movie was ending, I said, and oh but somehow God. just kept going. Just should have ended for some reason. It just kept going. It felt like it was going to end, but then there's the next scene, you know. Yeah, time moved without... Really weird. Really weird. Yeah, they'd be like, oh, this cruise is coming up in New Year's. I don't even know when did the movie start. It started in Thanksgiving. Like, it started in November. And then, and then they're like, apparently their birthday was in December, I guess, and Hanukkah was right after Thanksgiving. That's right, that's right, that's and right. And they had the birthday, and then they had New Year's, and then they had the cruise, and it was just like... Yeah, it, it just kept skipping around, like, ten days at a time. Oh, yeah. Like, literally, they were like, oh, New Year's, I, you know, I don't want her around for New Year's. A second later, mm-hmm. it's like New Year's Eve. And, some, and in the beginning, they did, I think they did okay with it, because during the Hanukkah scene, they at least had, like, some type of montage of the show. Time moving. Time moving. Yeah. But then at the end, they're just like... Yeah, boom, there yeah. it goes. Yeah, how long... Like, how do you get... You know, how long was he at... Al, Al Pacino's one night, I guess, and you've helicoptered back onto the cruise ship. Yeah, How yeah. long was the cruise? I think it was one night. Was... All I know, though, is we're all c- 
Caribbean. They they got a boat on the water. They got water on the water. They got a boat, a pool on the boat. I can swim. Real on Caribbean, Caribbean is not cruise. doing well now. With Are the they not doing well? No. Oh, with the quarantine. Yeah. And yeah. People are on cruise ships mm, right now. That makes sense. That makes sense. You get a cheap though. Get the cheap tickets. <laughs> Go on your dream vacation. I mean, if if. You know, Rural Caribbean wants to sponsor this podcast, though. We'll yeah, I'll uh, happily... I, I talk about the, the pool, on the, the water <laughs> on the water. I can speak about that. <laughs> Whatever they want. The food is great. The drinks are great. I don't, know, I don't know if they have a mascot like Funship Freddy on Carnival Cruises. Oh. It was near and dear to my heart. Because I actually have a signed... Watch, people are going to be knocking on my door after this, trying to take this from me. Signed Funship Freddy doll. <laughs> Signed by Funship Freddy himself. You know, you can't have my address. I know you guys are coming after me now. Um, collector's That's pretty piece. big. That's pretty big. Collector's it's piece. Gonna be, it's gonna be worth a lot of money. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be worth more than my hand sanitizer collection. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I like the bird jokes. I like uh, the bird in the jokes. chocolate fountain. I like the bird Ooh. drinking the Jack. That was funny. Yeah, I liked. <laughs> I, I know you didn't like it, but I did like the chocolate squirties. You know what? <laughs> she said, I have the chocolate squirties. I, I, I felt like that was funny. I really enjoyed just that term. Chocolate squirties is a... It, it is just like a beautifully disturbing way to say diarrhea. The chocolate <laughs> squirties. Oh my god. I liked more, like all the farts... Mm-hmm. A little too in your face, but right after that, when he's opening the windows, like lighting the candle because it stinks yeah. so bad, that it's like an ounce of subtlety. I like yeah, which is different than Medea because oh, Medea would have explained that entire oh joke. Oh my god! Yeah, if this if it was Medea, then <laughs> Tyler Perry would be saying, "Oh, Medea, your farts are smelling so bad. I must open the door <laughs> because I must get the airflow in. The airflow would would take." The fart stink out the window, and let me light this candle to mask your your stinky bowel movements. Yeah. <laughs> that is what it would be. Yeah. I guess you know they did not explain any of their jokes really. Yeah. I guess or not. I shouldn't say any. Some of them like must have, but um, yeah, that that's one thing they did better than Medea. That's yeah. for sure. That's for sure. But overall, I think Jack and Jill was a way worse experience than yeah. Medea. Would you yeah. agree? I yeah, I'm gonna agree on this one. I yeah. still think Medea was cringier than I thought it was going to be. Exactly. I, I wouldn't be surprised if something like a Batman and Robin ends up being more enjoyable to watch than Medea. Yeah. Oh, but they had the weird jokes, too. I don't know, but I think they have potential to be less weird. I Yeah, but they I know they had those, those jokes in the trailer, but I don't think it was as much yeah. as Jack and Joel was with those jokes, and... You know, at least I think most of that film will be cheesy special yeah. effects and stuff, which I think is less cringe than sitting Just like Tyler Perry yeah, talking to himself for like five minutes. Adam Sandler talking to himself, and they yeah. still the sexual tension between uh, Adam and yeah. himself did not stop the whole movie. That was weird. It was weird. There was some weird sexual tension. I, I, there Jack is, and Jill. yeah, and. I don't know if it was the joke because it was himself. Like that's what they I were guess to... is that I guess that's the joke, and like incest is not the joke. It's just the fact that it's Adam Sandler twice. Yeah. But it's hard not to think about those things when you're viewing it. You really something about one actor playing multiple characters. It it takes it to a different sphere. You really feel like you're gay. You know, peering into the window. Of the of the person creating this stuff, yeah, because it's like, it's not like double intent. You know, you know who does, you know what movie did a really good job of that was um what I thought was a split, where he plays different characters because he's is that um, the, got the beast multi- movie? Yeah, yeah, I never multi- saw that. But I well, he's got multiple personalities, right? Okay, but he plays completely different people. Mm-hmm. With the multiple personalities, even though you know it's the same person, and the movie's supposed to be like creepy, mm-hmm. and in that sense, but like that was is well done. But yeah. the whole yeah, I don't know, it's like him just putting on that voice. Like I just couldn't get over the fact 
that it was Adam Sandler. And when it was so, dressed, like, they, they had to, like, force the list right. because... Like, Tyler Perry, like, I didn't, like, yeah, Medea feels like at least a character, you know, a, a yeah. character. I'm not like, oh, that's Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Even though it is, and they brought it up a lot, but, like, I just felt like it was different with Joe. Like, it was... Jill was the so, yeah, badly done. Like, and does it really benefit from having, like, at least, you know, Medea, cringy as it is, they mm. built a name on that premise. Yeah. Does the movie benefit from Jill being Adam Sandler? Could Jill not have been a female comedian? Yes. And yeah. would it not have been a... I mean, things definitely would still drag it down. The racist jokes would still drag, drag it down. Yeah. But it could have been a better movie. Yeah. Like, Adam Sandler, I don't know. Uh, it's just terrible. Yeah. Like, cause both characters suck. Yeah. Most of them. Jack was literally zero energy the entire movie. Oh. You know what other movie does that well with the two people playing? Is the parent trap of Lindsay Lohan. When she's a kid, That's she true. plays two She does, characters. yeah. That is done well. Yeah, that is, that is done, done well. well. Yeah. But it's only, it's only very rare. I don't know. For me, yeah. at least. There was Gemini Man with Will Smith. I, I did not I, see that. I did not see that either. I heard very bad things about that. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think I, I really, example there. I, I really think it's it's play, it's tough to do. It's tough to pull off 100%. playing multiple characters. At the same time. Yeah. Yeah, and we still have Norbit coming up yeah. in a few weeks. but. Yep. So, uh, you know, next week we got uh, Batman and Robin and Cats oh, going yeah. against each other. A great matchup. Great matchup. One for the ages. History yeah. books. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like I, f- I feel like Cats is definitely gonna take. I think Cats is easily taking it home, but it'll definitely be an experience to watch it, and it might make me physically sick. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that'd be great. Yeah, but thank yeah. you guys so much. I want to give a really quick shout out to one of our sponsors, the Skinny Penis Gang. Love and respect to you guys. And uh, tune in next week for more cringe movie madness. madness. Woo. All right.